1: Night Panorama focuses on the terrorist gangs who follow one small second division club, Millwall, in London's Dockland. And that is involved, including in our film, language you don't usually hear on television.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, broadcasting from beautiful South Bermondsey, this is Achtung Millwall. Hello, good morning and welcome to Achtung Millwall. My name is Nick Hart. You are listening. You know what you're listening to. You're listening to Number One Millwall Podcast, aren't you? We've got a packed show for you today, listeners, and I'm going to apologise. It's going to go out a little bit later today than normal. Got a lot of editing to do. and I've got a bit of a busy day myself, so it's probably going to go out in the evening time. Apologies for that. I, don't know I said good morning then earlier on. I'm recording this in the morning, but I'll be editing it later today. Pack show today for you listeners. We've got some coverage of the Fleetwood win on Tuesday night, 1-0. We've got some coverage of the Berry win yesterday, 3-1. We've got conversations with Tony Warner. Tony Denzel Warner at halftime up there at Berry. Fantastic to see Denzel following the Lions. He was well into it. I've also got a really nice little piece I did with Will mclaughlin Newitt and his Echoes of the Den video that's doing the rounds on on the internet so it's a packed show, got a lot of editing to do, it's going to go out a little bit later today profuse apologies, muchos apologiosios so now we're going to take you back a few days and we're going to go back to the Den last Tuesday night I hope you enjoy the show Achtung milwurl Milbein. So, 20 minutes into the game. It's a typical Tuesday night at the Den, listeners. Nothing much happening. One most uh, coherent move by Mill just a moment ago. Marlon Romeo running down the right-hand side, cross into the box, headed wide by Aiden O'Brien from close. About as close as we've come, it's been um, even Stevens, really. Fleet was shown one or two moments going full, caught offside once to flutter my heart. Otherwise not an awful lot of interest to report to you back at half time. Well there's half time. Um what can we say about that half? It was shit from Millwall's perspective, I would say. We showed very little going forwards. Ridden our luck on the fortieth minute when Fleetwood hit the crossbar and look to me, nil, looked like a stonewall penalty right in the depth of the half there. That was a definite penalty. Definite penalty for Fleetwood. So um As you can hear, the half closes with boos all around us. It's been an ineffectual performance for the Lions. A lot of effort, no product. So, nil-nil it stays at half-time. How, we don't know. Should really be one, possibly two to Fleetwood. Poor show. Poor Tuesday night show. Here's a statistic from a clearly bored John Shipman, who sent me this message the other night. Um, Tuesday night home uh, win ratio. Three home wins from 18 Tuesday night home games in the last three full seasons. I've seen one of them. <laughs> As against, it, it was even more balls, He's then gone on to check the Saturday win ratio. Um, a 30% win ratio on a Saturday versus 16% on Tuesday nights. So, John, you need to get out more often, he mate. Does. He yeah. does. need to get out more often, but that's quite strange statistics. And I can't give any account for that. I don't think um, anyone can truly account for the Tuesday nights syndrome, Neil. I, no, can't, no, no, I can't have really. a good reason, being sensible. I can. It's probably me turning up on Tuesday night. Maybe it's you <laughs> yeah, <this is> me. <laughs> there it is. We, we've got our reason. So the other big news of today, listeners, is the selection of next season's away kit, which I'm going to call a vision of cream and peaches. I think that's probably the best term I can give that. Beige has no place on a football kit, in my in my uh, opinion, but the next season's milk, it will be a uh, hoot, beige and, and gold Ensemble with, with white collars and cuffs. Um, I think it's absolutely horrible, personally. But allegedly, it's by public acclaim. Neil, by public acclaim, mate. Two streaks of piss. Two streaks of piss. I think, that's better than peaches uh, and cream. Apologies to the designer, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm calling it peaches and Cree but Neil's calling it two streaks of piss, and I think that's probably a good, act, a good way to uh, assess that. Well, Gregory, number 28, Jamie Gilbert. Gregory out for the second half there, this is That's a strange move. I didn't think Gregory was that bad, but maybe he's carrying a knock that kept him out Saturday. I don't know. Philpott's coming for the second half after an insipid first half from the Lions. Let's hope it does the does the trick. Second half about a kickoff. 51 minutes, moment of magic from Steve Morrison. Loving the goalkeeper off a little bit ahead tennis on the edge of the penalty area. 1 0 the Lions. Mightily relieved, Den stands up in unison to acknowledge that. Vital goal. Looked from about halfway from the chinchard to the 18-yard box. So nicely taken goal, Steve Morrison. 1-0 Millwall. 65 minutes and it's a nervy old game, I'm going to have to tell you, dear listener. The Lions central defence seem to have trouble keeping their feet at the moment. Slippery, falling over at crucial moments, causing the old heart a flutter. Lions still leading 1-0, thanks to Steve Morrison's earlier goal, aforementioned. Freeboard moving the ball around at some pace, looking like a dangerous side, it's an open game, all to play for, they're certainly not out of it, 65 and a half minutes gone. 69 minutes and goal scorer Steve Morrison leaving the game in for Fred, um, who knows what that relates to, resting him, resting him for the big game at Bury on Saturday, I don't know, injured, knocked, don't know, strange move. Two minutes of injury time to go, listeners, and it's crazy. East cop style defended by Millwall. We're still clinging on by to, uh, clinging on for grim death for this 1-0 lead. I don't know how we've retained it, but we have. Fleet will come in at us in waves at the moment. Mill now got the extra man in midfield. I'm going to stay with it for this cross into the box. That's high! Hey! yeah valuable time. I don't know how we've produced this situation, but we are clinging on for... Like a man on a glass uh, on the edge of a cliff, with his fingernails gripping onto the grass, going to fall any moment. It's that kind of finish to the game for the Two fantastic stops at the death of a fucking match by Jordan Narder. Mental stuff. It's like we are a non-league club defending a lead against the higher place, club. it's still going on at the moment. This game ain't over yet. will coming out yet again. Ball into the box. It's every man for himself. Jesus Christ! Madness, dear listener. Game continuing. Also, I'm referees. We all thought we were playing for full time. He's offside.
1: I can't, can't take it, Neil. It's lunacy, isn't it?
3: Oh. Oh. Keep holding the ball. Be something. the spot. Make fuck for that. One nil in a death of it. Mate, fucking everywhere for that, Neil. Uh, never mind the quality, fill the three point. This is all about the result at this stage of the season. That's a vital win. Two fantastic saves from John Nigel Wright, the death of the game. He saved us. Saved our bacon. So we're going to close there. We'll be back after these messages at the glamorous stadium of Gig Lane, Barry. We'll be right back. Achtung, Mehlball. Welcome back to the show, dear listeners, to the very odd surroundings in many respects of Gig Lane in Barrie. It's a strange, tight little ground. Once upon a time, of course, Barrie were the the dominant force in English football. I'm talking about the double year of 1903, when they won the league and the FA Cup, and I think they also won the FA Cup in 1900. Football historians out there will have to tell me otherwise. The ground itself doesn't reflect any of those glory days long ago. Um, It's basically um, enclosed with two kind of gaps at the side of one stand. There's a house I can see over the back, some trees, two tight enclosed stands. We're quite a distance from the pitch, actually, at the away end. Lots of space, lots of distance between the seats and the, and the pitch, and yet somehow it's all quite open. It's a most odd combination. So, anyway, gig lane in Bury, It's been a, an interesting journey up. It's St. George's Day, as you all probably know, so happy St. George's Day, belated, from that dungmill wall. Um, interesting tram ride up here lots of uh, Mill fans, lots of locals lots of exchange of views lots of coppers anyway, we're here, finally just waiting for the teams to come out big team news today, Lee Gregory's not in sight in the squad Morrison is fit after Tuesday night's uh, hamstring issue he's fit to play today, starts up front alongside Aidan O'Brien otherwise I think mean, it's as perv, no Shane Ferguson either which is a blow, big time so we're up against it. I think Barry looked up decent side back at the Den in uh, November. The game where Joel Oster, of course, made that miracle double save, the Golden Banks level save. And here come the teams. Millwall in yellow today. Can't tell you what size crowd It's a small stadium. Good Millwall turnout. 800 plus, I think, predicted. And a fine voice to start the game off. Following the lines around the country takes you to some odd place It was a full-scale row going over to my right here. I don't know what's going on down there. Brawling on the pitch. Stewards chasing after one boat. Open fighting on the terraces. Fuck me. Where's this come from? Boats being carried away by four or five stewards on the pitch. Very massive. Now we're having a go at the middle. Over on the right-hand side. It's kicked off out of nowhere. Bottles flying about. Fuck me. I really can't tell you what sparked that off. Looks like the local Berry boys don't fancy Mill being in town, listeners, that's all I can say. It's a full scale kickoff over on my right hand side of the way in, I can see fencing being removed. It's going to be wielded as a weapon sort from of the direction of the Berry. It's going off old school, old school. There come the coppers. That's come out of nowhere. <laughs> it's always entertaining following Mill. I was just going to say what, what a strange experience it is to go to small town England. And for the lions station some very strange places. Indeed, Barry being one such place. Now we've got a full riot squad coming in now of Hive's jacket and coppers. They were expecting to go off outside, I think. Not inside the ground. Barry Mob wielding St George's flags. Mill refining like behind. I think he's settled now into. Well you knew what he's settled into. He's settled into that. The game ain't kicked off, yet. Yeah. That don't all go well for the start of the proceedings, ladies and gentlemen, does it? <laughs> they defending the away end in the first half. Byron Webster making some punching, boxing moves, gestures to the crowd. I think he's enjoyed himself. You don't get this at every club in the country, I'll tell you that much. Barry have been pushed back into their own stand now, by the combined might of the Coppers and the stewards. In fairness, they're game enough. I've got to say that. They're game enough. And pushing and shoving down the middle wing as the Coppers push back the middle wall now we've got them shining out from our left it's a game little place i'll tell you what i was expecting to be one man and his dog down this afternoon an 800 mill wall with their dogs game's about to kick off and we're not scary anymore games kicked off we're not scary anymore so to Barry. well there we are it's an entertaining opening few seconds of the game as i said with fine voice handcuffed gentleman being walked past us in the front of the mill winds gentleman Looks like he might have got himself nicked, unfortunately, listeners. I just noticed that Fred Onyedin was started, listeners. This is the kind of accuracy and dedication to close reporting that you get on this show. Fred Onyedin was starting. He's obviously in place of Shane Ferguson, who's out of the game today. He's buried on the attacks. a cross coming into the middle penalty. That's headed not quite clear by Jimmy Abdu. We're looking at two minutes on the clock. The 18's got the ball on the outside of the area. Uh, Line up for a shot on goal. That's straight at Joel Nash, who punches it clear to the 15, lobs it back into the mix very coming out as that's, that's oh, it off the line. we close, close call. It cleared off the line by Mark Beavers. Mill a little bit casual. Well, I, I didn't quite like Jordan I was just punch away from that shot. I always I don't like the modern idea that goalkeepers punch when they should be catching, but that's what he did. Almost fell to Berry front of goal, almost 1-0 down on, on two minutes. That was close. it's was Mill on the attack. O'Brien oh, going down the left, released by Steve Morris, the crunching tackle to win that opportunity by Ben Thompson. He's not going to be finishing. He's he, he spoken in the week about being disappointed with his performance. There's a shot on goal there from Chris Taylor. That's gone behind for a middle corner. Oh, go. Three minutes gone. There's been more action than we had in the whole of the first start against Fleetwood. More excitement. That's going to be an early corner for the Lions. Attacking corner. Are oh, they all attacking. What other kind of corner is there? Barring attacking corner. What am I on about, listeners? I'm bemused and bewildered by the day's events. Knocked it into the very box. I in the goal! tonight. Oh, no! one Lions, own goal, they're going over Chris Taylor for congratulations, must have been a better defender, got in it, one nil, on the middle, 1. Much gesturing follows, to my left, to my right, one nil, Lions, couldn't tell you what happened there, Calder came in, clipped one of their defenders I believe and got in his own net, one nil. Some kind of smelt bomb, some kind a steep bomb got off, We're on the edge of Anarchy. Anarchy panic on the streets of Bury. Lions leading it 1-0. A valuable goal that might prove to be. On a day where we're clearly carrying injuries up front. That may yet prove to be vital for the Lions. playoff push. Well, you could argue we should be 1-0 down as it is. We're 1-0 up. That's football. And that's the beauty of football. We're coming up for five minutes gone in the game. A very entertaining start. Strange vantage point. There's part of the pitch is below below ground level, uh, part of the stand is below ground level, that would be odd if the pitch was below ground level, wouldn't it? So it makes judging distance and moves very hard, you're gonna have to forgive me, you have to be gentle with me. Very free kick, over on the left as we look, we'll be on their right, wasn't it? Seventh minute, lofted into the middle box. That's said uh, inches wide, inches wide, it was a flick header, they looked defensively sh- shaky, they are called the shakers, we've been shaky. That was close, seven and a half minutes. I think Denzel's in the crowd. Denzel, it is it's Tony Warner. It is Denzel. Denzel, Denzel gives song a song with the crown out. He came up with fuck 'em all. It, <laughs> that's fantastic. <laughs> Tony Warner, Denzel, Lions legend, in the house. Very look dangerous each time they've come forwards. It's nine minutes now. They're passing the ball around at pace, zipping the ball around in front of our back line. I think they were made safe from relegation last week, but they clearly fancy another win goal behind, but they are looking dangerous when they come forwards and we're going to have to be all hands on deck to keep them out, I think, today. Pull over towards their right now, left as I am looking. This is the, uh, what is he, he's the 14. called box, pulled into the box, taken by Joel Nata, comfortably enough as the 10th minute approaches. We've come up for 13 minutes, Mill have looked a little bit shaky in defence. Berry have looked quite quick, they've zipped the ball around in front of our defence, but we do look dangerous when we break forwards, so... So far, the story of the game coming up for 13 minutes. Mill shaky defence, but not too bad going forwards. Just another ball going to be locked back into the mill penalty area. It falls to the 15, blocked nicely by Byron Webster. We're a little bit under the cosh at the moment, listeners. Ben Thompson being blatantly held down the centre circle there. Referee waves play on. I don't think we're going to get any uh, change out of this boat today, but then when do we ever, dear listener? They're coming down the left hand side at the moment will need to be on their game in defence and Marlon is on this occasion. 16 minutes. break breaking down the right now, Aidan O'Brien. 17 minutes approaches, ball, weak ball finds its way across. Oh, it's off the line, shot there from um, Morrison, I think. Kind of side-footed shot, almost guided into the net, but it's cleared off the line by the Barry defence. 17 minutes, big opportunity there for Mill, goes away from us. Remains 1-0. Barry on the they're getting a lot of space down the middle, they play it wide left for them. They look dangerous each time they come down the wings, either wing for that, really, Ball into the box. That's a little near post flick <laughs> taken nicely by Joel who saves a goal there. A couple of times he's done that in this game so far, he continues to do it week in, week out. I think Harris, speaking to the news at the end of the week, said that's what he's paid to do. Well, he certainly does do what he's paid to do, in contrast to some of the other players we've had in the past at our club. Halfway through the first half, the Mill fans getting behind their side. Good turnout up here today, There's long way to come. 800 of us up here, certainly making our presence felt, let's put it that way. In all, all, all senses of the word. Perry's still on the attack here, they still look dangerous when they come forwards, let's not get too above ourselves. 24 minutes, 25 is on the horizon. They're on the attack here on the left, ball into the Mill box. The 11's palmed away, oh, fuck me flicked header from the 11 yet again Archer palms it away yet again we can't keep doing this we've got to tighten up our defence we can't keep expecting the man to make saves like that that was a fantastic save down low on his left hand side of the goal by Julian Archer there's an old favourite we ate West Ham song for a little while completely out of nowhere day. I don't know if that relate, well, how does that relate to it don't relate to it whatsoever other than fact, one or two of the chaps have partaken of light refreshment there listener into the box there who's this this is Morrison tries to catch it on the turn miscues it entirely Chris Taylor picks it up right down the far end back heels it to Morrison can Morrison do it 2 nil.
1: Morrison burrows it from close range opportunistic goal back heel by Chris Taylor
3: 2-0 wall! 32 minutes the move's in the break down Chris Taylor is in the back heel it I'll have to we'll have to take some um YouTube evidence on that back Yeah, I'm gonna go because I like the, the fiction, over the truth. Back it to Steve Morrison who slams in from close range for 2-0. Mill controlled game, that's the cushion we were after. 2-0 Lions. <laughs> Denzel, wants to score? Two he puts up in the traditional styling. 35 minutes gone. Mill free kick in her own half, another chance to lob it forwards by Mark Beavers. Ball talks to Morrison on the right-hand side as we attack, that's going to go for a Mill corner. Mill looking quite dangerous going forward still, a corner 36 minutes. Here's <laughs> Berry coming down the wings yet again, little one-two, it's going to be a <laughs> crunching attack by Jimmy do. clenching, the ball still not run completely free, Berry still on the attack, on the left now, 37 minutes, man's gone down clutching his Car from that crunching tackle by Haddu is headed over for a corner the near post by Joe Martin Haddu made that tackle count on the 10, he's limping away from that one well done to Jimmy Addo. here comes a corner from the 3, over on our left hand side, it's deep ball's off the line, oh scuffed clear at the last death there by Jimmy addo Jimmy Haddu again, crunching tackle, scuffed clear, that ball was sat up for an eternity, almost like time's froze there for a moment as the ball sat right by our our post, and Jimmy scuffs it going for another call, number three. Their defence doesn't look all that brilliant, but they do look a decent side going forwards. We saw this at the Den back in November, if you remember rightly, dear listeners. They don't look like a bad number coming forwards, and they've had us in trouble a little bit at times. Thank God for that two-goal cushion at the moment. 39 minutes now on the clock. We'll have a caller now on, the, on their left. And Ben Thompson will bring away. So 44th minute milk corner on the left hand side, ball flicked in there again, that's almost another opportunity for Lions another long ball falls from Barry, it's going to be scuffled through, their man's claiming a penalty, ambitiously 50-50 challenge he's gone down, collapsing a heap of cards but no penalty there, I'm afraid Mr Soames, or Suarez, Suarez number 19, two minutes overtime dear listener, injury time I call it overtime just to annoy people it annoys a lot of people when I say that as well you'd be amazed when you do a show like this you say, use the wrong word or the wrong expression people really get up tight, so I'm going to use it again just to be difficult overtime Barry back on the attack we just need to keep them at bay. they've only got a couple of minutes now to go and Barry have looked dangerous in all fairness and when they come forwards I thought they'd look quite dangerous they'll just need to keep uh, keep their tightness we've looked a little bit defensively frail at times today we don't know why that is that's a goal nice to take taken goal 18 all into the middle box just what we didn't want Slap shot from uh, the edge of the penalty area, hit the crossbar underside, going in the net. That's two-one. Millwall. It's going to be just what you didn't want. Just as I'm saying, all that stuff about so keeping it tight. They get a goal back. That's going to give a new half the second half. Defensive error in the in midfield. There we've looked. In all honesty, we've looked a little bit slapdash in defence the whole game. So um, it's, it, that goal's been coming. Can't, you can't deny that goal's been coming. It's just the worst possible time for them to get back into the game, get a little bit of a head back into the into proceedings this afternoon. There's the half. That's a really disappointing end to the half. After a good half of football by the Lions going forwards, as I've said a couple of times, I think we've been a little bit fragile in defence. I think there's work to be done to keep to tighten up at the back. Very do look a dangerous side coming forwards. Less so. Uh, in, in, in their own defense. So, uh, a disappointing way to end the half there. Berry 1, Mill 2 at 45 minutes. We'll be right back after these messages. Achtung! I'm going to talk to Bondi Lion.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: say hello to the listeners, Bondi. i have got to try and say in a Cockney accent. No, no, yeah. right,
2: long way to come, not, mate. not my Aussie accent, a long way to come. Commentary was going last week,
3: went there. Yeah, yeah. Saw you up the back. You... I thought we've been a little bit slack in defence this afternoon, to be fair, so far. They've yeah, got I guess, a bad side going forward. I think against Fleetwood and against Coventry. Defensively, we've got a lot of work to do in the second a- absolutely. half. Absolutely. I reckon Neil needs to tighten it up somehow. Yeah. Fantastic to see you, mate. Thank
2: yeah, you. Good luck. You got anything
3: to say? What's your go name? Millwall! Go Millwall. <laughs> go Millwall. That's Bondi's son. Nice to meet you, mate. <laughs> there you go. All the way from Australia. Sydney, Australia. Bondi Beach line there. That's nice. That's how far Mill balls will come to watch their Lions. So a little bit of Millwall news that caught my eye. <laughs> Neil boss Neil Harris seeming to play fast and loose with John Marcus's emotions here. Um, at the moment, John is really happy there, says Neil Harris, meaning Northampton. Uh, he's been a great servant to this club, meaning Millwall, despite his young age, with the form of Steve Morrison, Lee Gregory, and Aidan O'Brien. He's had really very limited opportunities. There's been a lot of interest in John from other clubs all throughout the season, and there will be in the summer. Um, come on then, I'll be having a conversation. Come then, I'll be having a conversation with him about where he sees his future. John's answer it will be that he wants to play football. He'll can't blame him for that. If I can guarantee him a starting place here at Millwall, he'll be desperate to stay with us. Now, I think that's playing with the poor sod's emotions. That's like dumping a, uh, a girlfriend and then keep bringing her up afterwards to say that you're still here, Um just because she's got a chance now to go out with the best looking bloke in the class or some, something like that. John has got a chance of um, making the success of his career at Northampton. I wish him well there. He's a Millwall fan but we can't keep on keeping him on a dangle going backwards and forwards between Northampton and the other club that he goes to just because we don't want to let him go, that's what it seems to fall down to, so a lot of clubs may well be interested in Marcos and I personally wish him well at anyone that he chooses. Achtung, We've got Millwall legends, Tony Warner. Fantastic to see you down here, Tony.
2: Thanks, sir. Yeah, yeah no, i happen happy to be here. Yeah. Really shame about that late goal there in the first half. I thought we were doing well going forwards. Really well. I thought it really well, 2 it was going to be like, you know, just a fair reflection about the halves went, but I'm um, just thinking just a little bit of slack marking in the, yeah. in the left-back position there, just, it, was two, it was 2 on 2 should have stayed with it. Anyway, it, um, good ball knocked in, good finish, free free, um 2-1, but still still got the goal ahead. I like the look of us going forwards though, mate, don't you? I think we look quite sharp going forwards. Yeah, yeah, no, we can do, definitely yeah, the better side, definitely the side. You, know, you can just see, they're kind of struggling with the pressure, I think. Um Bit of a shot goal, a first goal, yeah. And I think that's sometimes shakes teams, you know what I mean, in the manner that it goes in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely the better side going forward. Yeah. It's great to see you here, mate. What, what, what brings you here today? What, you just a day out for you, or you're you here on uh, no, have a know, business? No, no, um, what it is is like, do you know what, like what's happened so, so often this season? I've been at home, um, yeah. and kind of watching the results coming, I'm like, oh, I've got a chef. Like from Milwaukee and Oldham, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I should have gone. It's not that far from me. I'm Liverpool at the minute. Right, okay. um, you're back home because you're in Australia for a while, New, New Zealand. Was it? New Zealand, yeah, was yeah. With Eiffel. Like, I- I- With Eiffel, yeah, yeah. 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 So, like, so what, when I'm sitting there thinking, oh God, I missed that game. I should have gone to one. I should have gone to one. So anyway, I can't have this one like a few weeks ago. But I spoke to the shopper. he was going to leave us some tickets. So me and my mate come down. Yeah. Um, like I said, it's not that far from me, so I'm happy to be here. Happy to be here. great with the fans as well. What happens? You know. <laughs> that, listen, know what I mean? Give us a song. Yeah, yeah. And, um, no, that atmosphere is boss. We were talking there. He went to Liverpool United gave in the season and that, yeah. and he said, "You just don't need anyone singing." No, you. no, no. So you know, you get all that, here, you know, little bit of shenanigans sh- down the bottom, which is funny. Um, and, you know, it's just good old Millwall, innit? not it? <laughs> old days, mate. It's great to see yeah, you back yeah. again. Great to see you. Thanks, time, time. Man. Really appreciate your time. I won't keep you too
3: long. Fantastic. Thank you, sir. Thanks a lot, mate. Fantastic, Mill legend Denzel, how about that? Biggest superstar, thanks to Danny there for uh, putting me on to him there as well. Danny Goodwin from Lions TV. Fantastic. I'm a little bit starstruck. (laughs) How stupid is that? I'm a little bit starstruck. Met Denzel, Tony Warner, one one of the great goalkeepers of our time. Here come the Lions for the second half, big second half of football coming up here it's funny you've got, you got to be bold doing this kind of thing media work so I call this media work you've got to be bold I'm not naturally a bold person believe it or not despite doing this I, I find it quite hard to just bowl up to um, anyone celebrity or any, anyone actually celeb or non-celeb I suppose and just introduce myself and start talking to him so I probably wouldn't have done that so a big thank you there to Danny because he, uh, he's probably a bit bolder than me on this kind of thing and he put me on to Denzel so that's fantastic Tony Warner one of, one of our greatest goalkeepers in my opinion and it's just, oh, it's left me a bit buzzed. You can probably tell by my voice. I do apologise to you, dear listeners. Do apologise to you. I'm a little bit buzzed up. Starstruck. So the team's lined up for the second half of football. It's a lot quieter inside the atmosphere. The atmosphere inside the ground's a lot quieter now. Lines kick off. They're attacking the way end of the second half. It'd be nice to see a goal going at this end. All bobbling around the middle penalty area. Get the offence there. which has gone. Break up another dangerous looking attack by, uh, by Berry. 51 minutes. They still look decent in the second half, listeners, but we seem to be a little bit tighter in defence now, which is good to see. Chris Taylor pressing well in midfield, wins the ball back there, just takes a sting out of him. Barry coming back at us again as it is. It almost transforms us into an attack, but it's not going to quite work that way as they pick up the ball. Gets the crowd going, though. 53 minutes. Barry back on the attack again. Romeo brings it away. Fred on the attack, going down the left. Morrison's in the middle, Romeo's on the inside, he can't just be, just took, put him behind his stride, it was unlucky, that was a right ball, just inside his stride there, it was a, it was a fraction of an inch wrong. Nice ball forwards though, nice move, 56 minutes, we with a corner. This going to be Chris Taylor now from the uh, right hand corner flag, logged into the mix, Beavers almost gets ahead to it, it falls wide, It going kind go of like run out to Taylor, back into deep. Deep cross, it's bobbing around there, he's hooked over the bar from close. Aiden O'Brien, 56 minutes, that was an opportunity, hooked it over the bar from close range. Aidan O'Brien now, on the left-hand side, he cuts inside, finds Morrison on the edge of the area. Morrison goes drinking through, just run out of space. The defender's almost pulled it back across the line there, but he's penalised for holding the defender. Unlucky, unlucky. Morrison's complaining about that didn't like that decision I thought he did very well there to get the, the ball back there's almost an opportunity for a it back in front of goal there 57 58 minutes The new substitution. Fred's in the game there Gobson's coming in 58 minutes Fred yeah a little bit of a lightweight he's, he's still got the touch he's still got the, uh, the moments but he just doesn't deliver the overall performance at the moment for me I know that sounds very critical of him I don't mean to be but there we are you going only report what you see there comes Romeo finds Thompson again Taylor gets a clattery. Gonna have to be a yellow card, surely. 18. Clatters um, Chris Taylor. He's down injured. 59 minutes. Grab on him off. Mill free kick. Got their chocolate in enough Hence my odd sounding voice all of a sudden. Taylor puts into the mix. Into the box. Almost onto Beaver's head. Long's clear. This is Morrison. Dinked in back again. It's flipped over the basket. Mill the call up 61 minute. Dead pressure from the Lions. applause for Chris the millwind abuse from the Berry side. there you are not a neutral game this is it's a full team over the right hand side they have looked half as dangerous in the second half I don't like to tempt fate you do get a sense they've still got the potential to hurt us when they go forward 64 minutes, they've won a free kick in it comes out, it's going to be a corner on the left side as we look from our ends runs clear on the far side The Mill will throw it halfway through the second half Mill looking a lot tighter in defence in the second half I hope what a tempt fate because you know what happens when I tempt fate. but we are looking a lot tighter clearly it was a source of some conversation in that Mill dressing room at half time because it was a major major problem in the first half Barry not looked half as dangerous coming at us in the second but do not discount the possibility that, that can yet change dear listener this is Aidan O'Brien on the, on the break here going down the left hand side passes his man. A knife through butter there. He's got to the byline. He's had to pull up and stop. He's got a little support. He's cut inside. This is Joe Martin. Ball across the box. This is Morrison. cuts inside. What can he do? He's going to be a corner. going to be a corner. 68 minutes. No corner. Right in front of us at the away end. Ball's bobbling around there. Beats everybody. Goes. runs clear. up. So doing some good work over on the left hand side to win the ball back there. And then they will throw in down the left now. Fantastic run by Ben Thompson, he's got two men on him. He's done somewhere, he's managed to work the free throw in. He had no right to be doing that. He had two defenders on his case, he's moving at speed and somehow managed to flick it off one of them. with a them will throw in, it's an attacking throw-in now. Mill pressing the ball much higher at the pitch in the second half, it? Doing that side of it, we didn't really do that so much in the first half. We we're doing it a lot better in the second half, 20 minutes to go. Inside now to Aidan McBride, what can he do? He checks, this is Morrison. Ball still bouncing around there. uh, Upson had the ball flicked at his head. Couldn't get any direction on it. Nice move on the lion. 72 minutes. Ball bouncing around at the middle end quite a bit at the moment. There's a shot on goal. It's a beautiful save by Archer. He punches it clear again. Body shot on goal. Archer punches it up and then pats it away second time. 78 minutes. That was a goal-saving save there, dear listener. And you can hear what the crowd think of that. Archer. Archer. Was any kind of media pundit, I would have asked Denzel what he thought of Archer. Um, what can you ever admire that kind of work there? What can you do for that? Our exit is via the cemetery end, apparently, according to Mr and Mr. Byer for now. I couldn't tell you which end is the cemetery end and which is the alive end. It all looks pretty dead to me. Oh! Now, nah, who says I don't script up these comments? So here's Upson. Over on the left, he finds Morrison just on his left-hand side. A one-two, ball into the box. Daddy behind the corner, far post. With Taylor lurking. Six, 80 minutes. Taylor's earned the promise like, of been a local hate figure for those Berry fans over in the left hand side stand. have got a bit of history from his Blackburn days, I don't know. Anyway, it's always good to have a hate figure on the Mill's side, isn't it? It's kind of what we feed on. Right hand side as we attack. Ball back into the mix. That's oh, Isaac Fosbar. Oh, Byron. Crossbar. It for a corner. Must be touched onto the crossbar. 81 minutes. Mirrell half a chance there. As there's a corner on the left hand side. Millwall fans fantastic voice. Fantastic voice. Just nine minutes from an extremely valuable win. If we can hold on, we don't want to tempt the gods. The goddess of fate. It's it into the mix. Balls in a little bundle there, a little melee. It's run clear. The 14 will bring it out on the break. Beautiful defensive road by Marlon. Romeo, they're mature beyond his years. They're cutting out that left-sided attack there from Berry. Body's flying in all directions. It falls to Jimmy I Over on the left-hand side. 82 and a half minutes. Steve Morrison down the left-hand side. O'Brien oh, trying to find some space. Morrison just delayed long enough. He tries to find. 3-1
1: to Chris Taylor!
3: 3-1! It sells it! Game fucking over! Morrison's moment's delay finds Taylor in the mid-space, slams it for 3-1! Mill fans go ecstatic! End of O'Neill at the away end! Have a listen! fans leaving for the exits in droves in droves the state is quite bizarre the stadium is clearing every stand all around us it's gonna be just Millwall fans in the stadium very shortly one's on the attack again there's Aidan O'Brien cuts inside he finds Chris Taylor he shot his scuff straight to the arms of the goalkeeper number 38 more power and at the caught the very defender as it's going through there. 84 and a half 85 minutes approaching for Neil Harris playoffs in his first season of management that's got to say something to you there's a lot of doubters back in the, in the summertime I recall a lot of people saying he's, he's not up to the job well I think he's proven it wrong proven them wrong and ran those words back down those people's throats so I, I, I know most Millwall fans will gladly have any doubts ran back down their throats so to speak but it's, a, it's a real feat and achievement I think we ought to take a moment during the course of this fantastic win up here at Gig Lane Just to acknowledge that Neil Harris has achieved the playoffs in his first season where most of us would have settled for mid-table respectability. So let's get that said. We've probably said it a few times already, but I'm in the mood to say it again. My show, my rules. My gaff, my rules. More comfortable now, then, listen. Let me say that you there, there were moments when Berry were coming at us at 2 1 where they were moving the ball around with some pep and pizzazz up front. And um, obviously, you know, we are a lot tighter in the second half, we looked a lot defensive, more defensively sound in the second period. But 3 1 from Denzel, <laughs> he's been game. Denzel's been game, he's loving it actually. He's, he's, he's enjoying himself here, it's nice to see. 87 minutes approaching, dear listener. Lions lead at 3-1. The northern arse end of Manchester, the part of Manchester even Manchester doesn't want to think about. It's called Berry. Berry, my heart. That wounded knee. Strawberry Beret. Oh, I'm going to give up on the Beret puns and gags now. The kind that you find on a second-hand score. Remain seated after the game. <laughs> Mr. By for now here is saying, Can we remain seated? I don't mean anyone sat down the whole game. Half of me taken away off my feet for a brief half time, called. Well, I'm forgiven such things. I'm in the media, darling. I'm in the media. Great substitution. Aiden's going out. Who's this coming in? Phil Pop. 89 minutes, repeated request for us to remain seated after the game. Bizarre, I can't quite get my head around that request, but nevertheless, we're going to see how that works out. I, I, I think you know what it's, how it's going to work out, there, Nestle, don't you? Not well, not good. Standout performances available. Well, Jordan Archer in goals, made a couple of goal-saving saves throughout the course of the whole match. I can't really pick anyone out I mean Byron's done his job and at times we've looked a little bit fragile in defence I'm not going to particularly name check anyone in defence Midfield Ben and Jimmy Abdo have done sterling work Chris Tom uh, Taylor Done very, very well come down the left, but my man of the match up front will be Steve Morrison because he's actually done the old Steve Morrison performance, the old stage, he's propped the balls many, many times at places like this, he's produced goals, and that has won us the game today. So I'm going to name Steve Morrison as my man of the match overall today, but I also uh, no, um, no knocking aid, no Brian has done a lot of running out there as well with Steve Morrison up front. No, it's not the final whistle, I don't think that's the final whistle, I think it's um, Confusion. Has he called it off? Mm-hmm. It's a substitution. Steve Morrison's going on Everyone thought it was a fine whistle for a moment. Morrison's leaving. What's this coming in? I'm confused. 28, I'll have to check who's 28. I think that's Twardick, isn't it? This looks like it might be Philpott. A few words from Morrison for the kid coming in there. No, it's Two words from, um, Steve Morris is going out and Tony Craig comes in the last couple of minutes, just to get Craig back into the swing of things. Side stand for Barry, completely empty. The away at the, the home end, I suppose you might call it, it's been an empty all game. Side stand is completely empty now, nearly. And Sparse on the left-hand side. Middle end, of a blaze of passion. The drums found a funny time to pick up, but the drum has picked up in the last couple of minutes. There it is. Full-time whistle. We'll win it 3-1, win it well actually, that's a great performance, great second half performance by the Lions, 2-0, um, 2-1 two two at half time. I thought that, that late goal in the first half might have knocked our stuffing, it didn't knock our stuffing, we reformed, half time talking to from Harris, we tightened up a lot in defence. Second half, very very strong performance and again we've got the goals, they didn't get the goals, there's the difference between the two sides, so fantastic win. I think a win that secures playoff football for us. And that's a magnificent tribute to Neil Harris and this squad. Whatever well, comes of us in the playoffs, that's a magnificent, magnificent tribute and achievement. So well done to the Mill squad. Well done to these travelling fans up here today. Brilliant turnout, brilliant support. And the team now coming up to uh, say thank you. We can hear it. There we are, that's the game. We'll be right back after these messages.
0: That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com ACAST. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those
4: facing homelessness.
3: We have a stop press here for you listeners. We interrupt today's show with some regeneration news reported in the Southern News in their editorial, dated 21st of April. Some excellent news for all Millwall fans. Lewisham Council, by hook, by crook, with, a, with a, an arm twisted behind their back, by whatever method we, we we ascribe to them, they have announced that they are going to appoint an independent expert looking into Millwall's regeneration proposals for the car park area. As the Southwark News editorial so rightly says, better late than never um, for the local authority to press ahead with property developer renewals plans without involving our club just never made any sense. Um, I I think that's true. Um, As the news states rightly, it's a shame that it's taken such a vociferous protest from so many Mill fans and, and fans of other clubs, in all fairness, to bring Lewisham Council to their senses, but they have, by hook, by crook, by whatever method necessary, They've been brought to their senses. I think the the combined um, effect of the elections that are looming and the fact that they don't want to be seen to be so far out of touch with such a major part, the heartbeat of the borough, as we've called it, um, I think that's, that's finally told. I also want to say a huge well done, a huge well done to Mickey and the AMS, the Association of Mill Fans, an online group that set itself up with the purpose of trying to produce the kind of fan representation that our club fan base deserves. Let's make no mistake about it. This is a triumph. It is um it, the, the, the plans, as were, are going to be reviewed, and Mill's proposals, which we hope bear scrutiny and we hope will stack up, and we hope have a business plan coherence, are now going to be considered by an independent reviewer appointed by Lewisham Council. Massive, massive retreat, massive, massive climb down by the council that previously wanted, we knew all the offshore um, owned regeneration company to come in and basically take away our land from our car park. Now let's get this straight again, as I've just said, the effect of this, this situation has been produced as a result of ordinary fans getting behind an AMS led um, movement here, and uh, the AMS have done this. In my opinion, they have pulled it together. They produced this situation. I know people will say, "Oh, the the uh, the um, the official supporters club had a petition that sat idle for two years, going nowhere." Dear listeners, it was driven primarily by this independent online group, the AMS. And for once, I think someone somewhere should identify where. The, the collective thanks of Mill, Mill Fans Belong And it isn't with our club It isn't with our official supporters club is isn't, sadly, with our fan on the board on this This one is down to the AMS So well done, Mickey I know you'll be listening And I wanted to tell it like it is That's my opinion, Nick Hart, as it's my show
0: Achtung, Mailball.
3: Big welcome on the show To a very talented young man By the name of Will mclaughlin Newitt. Welcome to the show, Will Thank you
5: very much, Nick, how are you doing?
3: I'm croaky, I am uh, tired, went up to Berry yesterday, and I think I must sound like I'm, I've been on the sauce all night smoking, but I've never touched it in my life, Will.
1: Sure?
3: <laughs> yeah, sure, mate. <laughs> great, great result yesterday. Um, oh, g- good week for the Lions, actually, Will, overall. Good week on Tuesday night, good result, and a good result yesterday, mate. Yeah, I think
5: the word, the word I'm looking for, and word you're probably looking for, is a big bounce back, I think, from, from Tuesday, I thought, how are we going to go to bury? With, with that performance, Tuesday, I thought, you know, even 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 though we did get the three points, don't yeah. get me wrong, I still thought, you know, crikey, we got Barry on Saturday. Don't think we're going to call that off. Or, or even see what I like down, down the table. How, how are we meant to be in the playoffs? I, I, I just, you know, it, it, it got me worried. For me. Yeah,
3: I think I think you, you, you me and a lot of other people around the den, especially Tuesday night, mate, Um, I mean, I... I'd, um, I, I suppose it wasn't common knowledge till after Tuesday night that Lee Gregory has been so injured or that um, not not right. He wasn't in the squad at all yesterday, um, suffering with some kind of stomach issue of some sort. I, I presume that's going to be uh, a muscular strain of some sort to keep him out to that extent. Um, and also, of course, um, you know, I, I feared the worst on Tuesday. I don't know about you, Will, but when Morrison left the field, um, which what turns out to be a hamstring issue. I did think we were going to go up to Barry yesterday with a, a real Fred Bear squad, you know. It's... No,
5: definitely. I think I think Morris, Morrison coming off. I think as much as Phil Pot was, was he did definitely played his part in the second. Like, well, no, Philpott was on with Mer- Morrison. Sorry. Yeah. Um, I I thought them two were pretty solid together, but I still thought you know Barry. We we would have. We still missed Lee Gregory though. Definitely. We do. From, from what i from what I've seen from. Or heard from, from people, we definitely we definitely
3: missed him. when well, one of the one of the things, especially we saw it on Tuesday towards the end of the match where we were playing I think with um Phil and O'Brien as, as our as our front two, two in my opinion, two very talented kids. Um, mm. They both, at the moment, I think probably Philpot will develop into a physical player, but it's a big ask to ask a young chap to come straight into a League One battle where you're up against some fairly strong opponents, and I think you've still got some some learning to do there, Will. I see some good potential there, personally. I
1: think,
5: I think uh, definitely, I don't think this season... Pot what he came on for the Wolves game last season. Yeah, like,
3: scored last didn't last he? Season. Yeah, yeah.
5: Yeah, scored. But I, I still think next season it is, it is. I still can see Lee Gregory, or maybe, maybe not even Steve Morrison. I think someone, someone maybe O'Brien and Lee Gregory up front, like it was at the end of last season. Them two together, you know, yeah. solid. And then obviously Morrison coming back this season. So yeah, no, I think, I think Philpott, I can see something in him. But let's just hope. You know, we got a good manager. If it, geez, if it was all if it was all away, we, we
3: wouldn't see not see him for a few years. <laughs> we don't we don't mention that name on this show, will? <laughs> no. We do have a good manager. I make you right, mate. And I think I think we over the course of the season. I mean, when when Harris took the job back in the summertime, there was a few um, voices on the net. You can find them easy enough that were saying he was a cheap option, that he was um, uh, a stopgap, that he was just somebody that you know it was an easy choice. Just put it that way. But honestly, yeah, the, I,
5: fans are,
3: yeah. Yeah, the crowd pleaser. Um, but I, I really do think, and yesterday's performance was was a real. Um, it was a battle up there, mate. You know, the Berry weren't a bad side um, in the first half. Although we went two goals in front, Berry looked dangerous every time they came forwards. And when they got that late um, one goal back at a, on the stroke of half time, uh, you know, I wasn't alone. I think they were plenty fearing the worst in the second half because they were coming at us and looking dangerous every time. They came forward, but fair play to this squad. And this is what I picked up from Tuesday: they dig deep, don't they? Will they dig deep and they fight? And that's that's Millwall all over.
5: Definitely, I think I don't know what Harris does in, in the dressing room last time, but he, he he does something for them to come out second half. Doesn't always work. I think it them. I think at home that didn't work. We got
3: time. found out a bit there. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah,
5: yeah, no, but I think Harris definitely. Is, I don't think it would be he he. Uh, he wants more quality. He just wants more, more out of them, you know. Because you know, it's, it's it's hard playing at the Den, and and especially away this season as well. You know, we're particularly good at away. We were, and then as soon as we had our home form back, our away form got a bit. Mm.
3: Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I think it's it's the fight and the spirit that I pick up from from the squad this season. I mean, yesterday was, I mean, it was... It, we played well in the first half going forwards. We were probably a little bit fragile in defence and that was um, worrying at times. But to you know, to, to kind of tighten up in the second half and then the old stager, Morrison and, and, and Taylor and the likes of the players like that taking control, I just think that whatever he does say at half-time we should be bold and sold because I think it would make the club a fortune. Maybe we wouldn't need to rebuild our, our car park if we could do that. Fantastic week for the club. Um,
5: oh, also... Chelton
3: relegated. <laughs> get it in. Get it in. Yes, get it in. I've got to.
5: You've got
3: to. <laughs> Chelton got relegated. Yeah, poor old Charlton. Um Wow, well, well, fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear, it was quite funny in the week, I mean, it, I think it's the self-righteousness of some of their fans, Will, and that, I think that's what really adds the, uh, I mean, otherwise you wouldn't really give give two hoots about them for the most part, but, you know, it is the self-righteousness of some of the people posting last season about, they'll never play us again and that kind of nonsense, you know. Yeah,
5: and I think it was the same day on Tuesday, we we won and then came out of the ground and it was like, oh, John, where are going? It, was a bit of, it wasn't like a, it wasn't like a, you know, a jump in with joy, it was a bit like, you know, oh, what was it like? No, it's right, just, yeah, it's no. just
3: enjoying a fine glass of wine at the end of a, of a nice meal. That's what it was. Will. Yeah, well, well, I wouldn't know. But <laughs> <laughs> no, is... you wouldn't know. No, you wouldn't know. <laughs> no, no, <of> course not. <laughs> I hope not. We hope not. Let's move on. Let's move on to our reasons for getting you on the show, apart from, obviously, yeah. the football stuff. Fantastic to talk to you, Will. You've been a busy yeah. boy on the internet, mate, and you've done yeah. a wonderful Little video um, called Echoes of the Den, which is on YouTube. We're going to stick a link to them in the show notes for this show, so um, anyone that hasn't seen it yet can can take a look. And you've also put together a little um, backstory as to the reasons as to why you you, you did the video, um, which we're going to play out in in today's show. With it's you you, you you got talent, my boy. You got talent. I like it. It's good <laughs> Thank stuff. You very much. Yeah, the, yeah. Like a little drone cam thing over the den with some, a selection of uh, commentaries. Um, that, that I, I presume ones that just grabbed you over, that you've heard over time.
5: Well, actually, I don't think a lot of people know, except from, not a lot of people know, because not a lot of people have seen the actual, there's actually an original video from Mill West City. And I actually wanted to put in the backstory as well, because it was awful. It was literally one of those... (laughs) That's
3: not like Millwall. That's not like Millwall. No, no,
5: but it was was on the Millwall YouTube channel, for starters. And it was was just the drone. And it was just going around, and it was playing these weird... It was just playing some weird cafe music in the
3: background.
5: (laughs) There was no no Millwall type of it. Nothing
3: evocative, no, no. I know the, know the piece you mean, yeah.
5: I thought I wanted I wanted to do something out. It wasn't Millwall, you know, but um I've I've been trying to contact uh Billy Taylor. Yep. Um who's the head of media. Um he's probably not <laughs> we'll take it down, but you
1: know,
5: <laughs> I, think, I think my one's better. But Billy <laughs> but firstly,
3: Billy, if you're listening, take it down, mate, and stick Will's one up. It's better. <laughs> there we are. Yeah, we got yeah, the message out yeah, there. It is, it
5: is. <laughs> but yeah, no, um I make I made that last year. Um, I think when we were confirmed that we were relegated, yeah. So I think another reason for making it was a bit like, right, we you, you know we've got our Millwall back, Harris is back in, let's let's push for next season. Now, if Millwall decided to put that on their YouTube, you know maybe it would have been given the fans a bit of a, well maybe like a kind of season ticket advert or something for next season or, or something like that. I, I don't know, but it was for them. I, I don't I don't see why they didn't. Didn't really promote it as much. I, I, I have been con- contacting them constantly, but no, no
3: response. Well, if you're listening at the club, do stick up Will's piece. Um, I, I do agree with you, Will. It's um, it's the, the drone. It's like a drone cam, isn't it? Going around the den, up, up within the stadium, around the outside. It gives it a really nice. Um, I don't know what's the word. Melancholic kind of feeling. It's, it's a strange word to use in this situation, but it, 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 you need something else to go with it. And I think what you've done by selecting certain pieces of classic commentary and kind of the pictures and 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 the and the sounds go very very nicely together so um i I agree i think the other one was probably just um done without any thought or or, or too much um you know too 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 much kind of uh creative input i think but what you've done really goes well mate i I like it and including of course one piece of me screeching away I, i think it was um McGuire, wasn't it? You seem to have a thing for my McGuire guy commentary.
5: Oh yeah, no. I, from when <laughs> I listened to that, I listened, I, I listened to the Charlton one because I was there at the Charlton game, yeah. and I listened to that and I thought, you know, I've, I've got to do something. I, like, I thought <laughs> this is hilarious. I, you know, I was just showing it to people who have no idea about Millwall football, and I was just like, just listen to this, listen to this guy. He's just screaming. I was, I, I loved it. So I had to put. <laughs> put that on there because it had like just normal commentators you know just you know talking about the goals you know going oh yeah paul robinson and then there's you just screaming and i just loved it it it, it it, in all in all all seriousness it gave me a bit of goosebumps because it you know it it was a bit you know as well as i put i put the echoes in it as well for every audio clip i put i put the echoes um just to you know create a sense of you know, you yeah. can't you, you watch that video,
2: and it's kind of all the memories are. all well, it's together a
3: big, and it's, big compliment yeah, to be included some in someone in the company you've I mean, all, I, I sometimes wonder what does come out of my mouth when I do these things, Will. So um, anyway, it's <laughs> and you've also done another little separate clip now with the the Charlton, um goal and with 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 um, again me screeching um, all sorts of nonsense when the goals have gone in. So I'll stick a link to oh, that yeah, on there oh, as well. Yeah, People yeah. can have a good laugh. <laughs> Now we're going to play out today's show, Will, with your backstory to the Echoes of the Den piece. I think it's a really nice, really moving little piece that you've put together there, mate. Well done for doing what you've done. Well done for opening up about the um, the reasons behind the video. I think anyone that listens to your piece that's going to come up very shortly will find it very touching and it will resonate with a lot of people. Um, so I just think it's a, it's a fantastic piece of work. I want to say thank you. For doing it as well, will.
5: Thank you very much. Thanks you for, for for you know letting me letting me share this. It's it's, it's a really powerful piece, and um, I know a lot of people have heard it, but you know it's it's still still a lot of people. You know, it's something that's important because every you know someone can relate to it at least. You know, because we all have someone, in our family that you know you know has been affected by it. So very um, much, so. we all very have someone so, in mate. our family that supporters at the end of the day. So. It, it it's relatable to everyone, which is what I wanted to come across. I didn't want to just make it just because of me, like oh yeah, it's, you know, here's my story. So no, it's got yeah. a wider, wider,
3: wider, uh, you know, a wider sense than that. I, I do agree. So we're going to dispense of our normal nonsense um, Tahitian music that I normally play out whenever we win, and we're going to go now over to Will McLaughlin Ure and his Echoes of the Den backstory. Enjoy, yeah. listeners.
4: Echoes of a Den by Will McLaughlin-Newett. Growing up, my old man used to take me to Mill Games. He used to buy me a season ticket every year, even though my mother hated me going football and would be angry with him. My father supported Millwall all his life and, of course, got me to support the Mighty Lions. I remember him going to Cardiff for the FA Cup's final in 2004 and being a young child, not being allowed to go, he'd take the whole match for me and I still watch it to this day. I went every match until 2nd of May 2008 when my father suffered a heart attack and passed away. I was only 8 years old at the time and I'm thankful that I was by his side when he passed. But that day has impacted my life ever since. The football season was over and from that day I refused to buy another season ticket. I couldn't bear the thought of seeing the den and thinking of my father. So I just stopped going. When I heard that my beloved club had made it to Wembley for the player final in 2009, I couldn't stay away. I went to the game. From then on, I went to every Wembley appearance. But I still couldn't face the den. 2013, when the FA Cup semi-final versus Wigan was to be played at Wembley, I found the courage to go back to Millwall. I watched the boys get thrashed, and by the end of the match, I knew I had to go back to my roots and do what my dad would have wanted. I bought a season ticket. I've gone to every home game since, sitting in block 7, cold lane, alongside my father's best mates. And how I made Echoes of a Den, this is where the magic happened. After a while I got so fed off of typing Millwall into Google, and seeing only YouTube videos of violence, I knew I had to do something. It was the anniversary of my father's death and visiting his old flat to lay flowers, As I do every year, I sat down at my computer. I wanted to create something for Mill supporters, for them to remember how things were and feel that the old sense of pride and community. I hoped it might even be something for non-supporters to watch and look at Mill in a new light. It took a while, but I came up with Echoes of a Den, a video of all things that I love about the club. It took about four hours to get the audio clips together, but I didn't want to rush it. And at 11pm on the 2nd of May 2015 I uploaded a video, not going to lie to you, I felt nervous, I wanted people to enjoy it but I didn't care about negative responses, I made it for my father and as a thank you to Millwall Football Club for being there for me, for giving me a family when I didn't have one at home. I posted a video on Twitter and Facebook and at this is Millwall, sadly closed down, retweeted it first. Got over 2,000 views, and even now I still receive positive messages from other fans that viewed it. Thank you for letting me share my story. My name is Will McLaughlin. I'm 15 years old. Man.